Eagles Entertainment. On Saturday, April 30th, Howie Roseman, Nick Sirianni, and Andy Weidel spoke to the media as they closed out the 2022 NFL Draft. There's no opening I want to ask um, any of you guys, just um, you kind of remade the linebacker room uh, since, since the offseason started. Um, signed guys, drafted guys. Uh, just kind of talk about the, the, the sum total of what you've added there and how important it was to, to do that. Yeah, I think it all goes about opportunities. And um, when you talk about some of the guys that we've added, it's because of the opportunities that were put in front of us and uh, based on their talent level. And um, we're excited about that. We're excited about the team speed we added. Um, there's no doubt we sit up here knowing that um, we still have other things that we want to do going forward, that there were things that maybe ideally we wanted to do this weekend, but um, feel good about our process and feel good about the talent that we added. And um, we're a better football team than we were when um, we last took the field. And uh, I say that with all due respect to where we were at that time, but I think we've gotten better and um, we can still continue to get better and, and add pieces and we'll do that. You mentioned, you mentioned just to follow up on that, you mentioned- I'm definitely going with Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> just to follow up on that, you mentioned that there were certain situations that were presented to you in terms of the linebacker position. And of course, um, Hassan's more of an edge probably than um, off ball, but did you have to yourself reevaluate your views on that position in light of Gannon's uh, scheme schematic changes? No, I, I don't know if there's a perception that you know we just kind of uh, go into draft meetings or free agency meetings and just basically take the off ball linebackers and say like no thank you. You know I think for us it's just um, as much as possible um, keeping the main thing the main thing and um, for it's always going to be about making sure the O line and D line are really strong and. That's where it starts for us, and um, uh, after that, when there's opportunities to add or when the value's there, and I think you see that with Kazir and, and certainly Nakobe here um, in the last few weeks, and those are really good football players that we think will will add to our team on the field and to the culture of our field of our team off the field. You said you'd be aggressive with the undrafted class, and it seems like uh, that's already happening. How much different is this year in terms of the preparation and the process than previous years? No, I don't think it's much different in terms of process. Um, you know, it's always hectic. It's it's um, there's always a lot going on. There's always a lot of conversations. And I, to be honest, I feel bad for the players and the agents because they're trying to juggle 31 different calls, 32 different calls sometimes. So um, we just try to be as aggressive as we can. And knowing just like in the draft, we'll get some guys and uh, we'll miss out on some guys. And um, I think I think we we got a good class and. Um, they'll still be open roster spots when this is all over because we're going to continue to look for opportunities. As far as the secondary goes, you said um, that there were things that you wanted to address. Okay. You said that there were things you wanted to address in the draft that you maybe didn't get a chance to. Mm -hmm. Was defensive back one of those things? You know, you didn't really, you didn't draft any of them. And I guess where do you go from here? Yeah, I think, um, did I say something insulted you, Rube? No. Um, <laughs> I think that... Um, you know, um, when we looked at it everywhere we were in the draft and we looked at the, the players that were on the board, you know, um, there were very few occasions where we felt like we um, we were just bypassing a position. We felt like we were – that we were even considering bypassing a position. We just kind of went as the board was going, and if guys were in the same stack or tier, we had conversations on guys. And, um, you know, we try to get a little more aggressive after the draft, but I think the way we look at, at the defensive backfield position, uh, particularly the corners, um, when you look at 
kind of what we did last year after we got to camp and um, claiming Mac and bringing Mac in and uh, trading for Josiah and trading for Kerry um, and trading for Tay. Um, those are all guys that uh, we had good grades on. They're young, talented guys that will have the first time going through our off-season program. And so we look at them almost as part of this draft class in terms of adding guys who for the first time go through our off-season and uh, get a chance to be with our coaches. So those guys all are, are talented guys. And uh, that doesn't mean that uh, if there was an opportunity, we wouldn't have added a guy. But there weren't many opportunities for where we were picking um, to do that. And obviously, you know, we made a trade today and we try to get a little bit more volume and um, as that was going, then we, we decided to go back and move up and make sure uh, we got the guy that we did because there are a lot of players that came off um, before we picked today. So, um, you know, it, it was it's hard for all of us to kind of be patient there, but we thought it was the right thing to do. You know, reports of, of some interest or communication with Tyron Matthew. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, I think that uh, where we are at the safety position, um, you know, we got a lot of confidence in Anthony, and that's why we brought him back. We got a lot of confidence in Marcus. Uh, Marcus played really good football for us last year. Um, we got a lot of confidence in, in Kayvon. And then um, we brought Andre here last year. We have Jared, and then uh, we'll continue to look at that position. Um, you know, nothing imminent, um, but again, um, we probably have a, a higher um, vision of that room than maybe is perceived. As far as the due diligence on Grant, because it was kind of a unique situation. Uh, he retired uh, because of the concussions. How did you guys sort of feel comfortable with that? How did, how did you sort of work through that? Yeah, once we go through the medical meetings, and um, we have a lot of faith in our medical staff, and they're the experts in that, and uh, they passed them. So for us, um, you know, when we go through the fall and we kind of have concerns uh, on some players we put in the reports, um, you know, our concerns and then our doctors look at them, our training staff looks at them, our performance people look at them. And at the end of the day, they make those calls. And, um, you know, we go into the draft and those things are already decided. And um, there were no medical concerns for us uh, on Grant. And, you know, I, I think uh, we just kind of say at the end of the day, like um, when when there's a P in front of a guy's name and he passes, that, that's all we need to know. And we go. And you're a candidate for the Steelers job. So what's it been like uh, the last few weeks knowing that while still working here? And then, Howie, if you were to lose him, uh, you've already lost some key members of your front office. How would you deal with it? Well, yeah, I mean, you talk about, um, you know, some of the things here that have happened really um, since the end of, of the 19 draft. And we've lost uh, a lot of really good people, and um, we still have a lot of really good people. But obviously because of that, um, we're going to have to continue to make additions and continue to fortify that group. And, um, I think we have a good process for that. I think, um, you know, um, we're in a situation where we, we want to continue to grow talent in the building and we have good people in the building. And, um, you know, just like our football team, we're always looking to add good people. And I think you're, you're only as good as, as your people. And uh, we have really good people. And obviously Andy's one of them. How about, uh, sorry, Andy, if, if you wouldn't mind addressing it. Um, you know what? I always, we always talk about be where your feet are, right? Be where your feet are and, and focus on the task at hand. And that's what we did. And, and I think uh, our group as a whole, coaches, scouts, everybody really locked in on this process. And I think you saw the results the last three days in the, in the draft class that we brought in. So, um, you know, really fortunate to be part of it here and uh, love what we do and love what we're doing and, and where we're heading. Follow up on Cam Jurgens from last night. Is he a center only prospect or will he have a chance to compete for guard this year? 
take that one. Yeah. I was starting to feel like uh, Boston. Is Boston Scott the one who comes up here and puts the sunglasses on and just sits next to the guy that's around like that? That's what I was starting to feel like a little bit. Andy and I were just sitting here bodyguarding um, yeah, uh, we think that he has we has good uh, position flexibility and and kind of similar to Landon last year of being able to play center and guard and you know, as, as you saw last year that you know we drafted Landon he he had the C by his name but you know played obviously really good for us at guard so we feel the same way with Cam um, that he has that position flexibility uh, obviously he's got the C by his name first but um, yeah we're we're uh, we're hopeful and we we know that he can uh, he can do both. Landon's a whole lot bigger, though, right? I mean, yeah. Sure, yeah, we did. Um, with uh, Chiron, we saw him at the Senior Bowl, and uh, he showed up, that some of us saw him for the first time down there, and uh, his explosiveness, his get-off, his pass rush uh, that week, and his effort in the motor he, he practiced with uh, was evident. You, on the tape, you, you see the same thing. You see a guy that gets off the ball. You see a guy that can rush, win three ways. Uh, the energy he plays with uh, was outstanding. You know, and uh, he's a guy that's got traits. He ran a 440. He's got an exceptional get off with a 15010 split. And uh, we just saw it, you know, and, and, and players come in all shapes and sizes. And he's one of those natural leverage rushers that can get off the ball and win. Uh, captain, 17 special teams tackles. Excellent special teams player. You know, how we just said, 17 tackles there. You see the speed, the effort, and the physicality uh, covering kicks. So we, we just saw a great opportunity, and credit to Howie for, for moving up and going and, and being aggressive and getting him here. And you can kind of follow up on, on the depth of that tight end, Grant. Yeah, Grant, he, uh, he's an outstanding F tight end and uh, really good in the passing game in terms of uh, route running, catching the football, separating, getting downfield. He's got really good play speed. Really smart football player, you know, just reads coverages, um, can uncover versus zone and man, and uh, catches the football clean. So we're, we're excited to have him as well. Nick, when, when you look at um, what you guys did over the weekend on the on offense, I mean, trading for AJ, you know, um, getting Grant and, and also Cam, I mean, how, how much do you feel you guys have helped not only your offense as a whole, but Jalen Hurts especially? Yeah, you know, again, like how he said this, you know, we're, we're definitely better. Uh, we're better after this weekend than we were at the start of this weekend. That's what you go into the draft uh, hoping to do. Again, um, you know, you got a guy with Cam that uh, has position flexibility, and I know that's what you said. Uh, but you know, he he's still be able to play. You know, be able to play both. Uh, I think what you look at it uh, probably less to address what you what you're saying is he's probably a center that can play guard. Where Landon was a little bit vice versa because of the size. Um, with with uh, AJ, obviously. Um, you know, I think you guys saw how excited you know we are. We are about that. We saw that Friday night, uh, or pardon me, uh, Thursday night. Um, he, he just is a again like going back to what I said: um, body quickness, um, strength, and catches everything. Um, and he's just and he's done it at, at a very high level for the last three years. Um, and so couldn't be more happy there. That was that was definitely something that you know we you know, that really is going to help our offense, right? And, not, and they're not going to be able to just key in on Dallas or key in on Devontae uh, or key in on Quez. You know, now there's another guy in the mix that they're going to have to that have to take away. And then as far as the tight end uh, with Grant, just really excited about him and his ability um, to be able to play that F tight end and, and, and let us be into some 12 personnel. Now we're unique, right? We're, we're very unique. Cause I think we have, a, I think we have a top five tight end in the NFL on our team with Dallas Goddard. Um, but this will help us, you know, a little bit with some of the 12 personnel. I think as we looked at our snaps last year, we had some 13 personnel, no huddle that we did. That was, you know, that we were able to 
pack in tight and run the football, but also spread out wide. And, and, he, and he's going to be able to he's going to be able to to help with that. And so uh, just very pleased with, you know, the direction our offense is going. You know, I think something you forget, too. I mean, I think I, I did a little bit is that Grant uh, was was Jalen's tight end at, at Oklahoma. And so they have a rapport there already. And they've 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 done it together. And Jalen's thrown him some meaningful passes and some meaningful games. So uh, super excited about where we are and uh, where we're headed. One more point, just I know there's some questions about Cam. You know, I think for us going through the season and seeing Landon and Jordan next to each other, I mean, that that's imposing. And I think we felt like the chemistry that they had developed, like going forward and how young those guys are, just developing that left side. And we've seen something like that when we played uh, really well when we have Brandon and Lane. And, you know, lucky for us, obviously, Lane's still an unbelievable player in person, really glad to have him. But I think as we went through it and kind of looked at where we were and saw how powerful that side is and how um, important that was going forward and the chemistry that they developed, we felt like going forward that was the right thing for us to keep that way. So, um, you know, I, I obviously Landon's got position flex, Isaac's got position flex, um, but I think that was also part of it as we looked at our team going forward. Can you, Can you confirm the, the tight end room? You're, there's a report JJ's moving the tight end. Kind of what went into that uh, thinking. And then also Devin Allen is a guy you acquired too. Where's, what did you see that you liked about that? What Devin did you see Allen? from him today at the Penn Relays? He's <laughs> Wish I could have seen it. I'd uh, like him on yeah. the Google, is that what people do these days? Yeah, do they Google? I mean, I watched it in person. <laughs> What did, you, what did you like about Devin? What, what can he bring? And then what about the move for JJ to the tight end? Probably Boston Scott. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously with Devin, you, you see just flat-out speed. One thing that was really cool, I thought, is that his teammates being there to support him and connect with him while he ran – while he ran in that in the pen relays this weekend, um, I think there's something out there with Slay being right there on the track. Uh, I, I can't say enough about uh, Darius Slay. He'll be mad I said Darius, but like. He's a great teammate, and anytime I get a chance to say that, I'm gonna I'm gonna verify that over and over and over again. He is a phenomenal teammate, um, and he was there right there with him, uh, watching him win the the 110 hurdles today. Um, what are you running? 13, 13-1? 13-11? Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Gannon, what Gannon ran something like a 14-2-5 in high school. You gotta have to, you guys will have to look that up, but obviously that's nowhere near uh, what Devin's running. Um, but anyway. Obviously, his speed, you know, we were really excited about that. And then J.J. just getting an opportunity to, you know, he's a, he was a heavier wide receiver. And it, and it's not going to be hard for him to put on some weight and um, take his athleticism and, and over to the tight end side where he can create a little bit different mismatches uh, there against safeties and linebackers as opposed to corners and nickels. And so I think that will help. I think that will help J.J. And, uh, you know, last year he was our – what you would would call an, our enforcer, right? Our our hockey enforcer, as far as our you go in there and you block this guy and get physical with him, and he did a really good job at that. And uh, and I think that you know we saw the talent there. To, that he's got some nastiness to him, some um, you know some feistiness to him. He showed it on special teams as well. And now he's going to try to do that at, at tight end. And we're excited about the project that we have at, at hand for him. Comes to potential. Upside, uh, did you have any conversations in the second and third round about potentially taking a quarterback? You know, um, we really didn't. Um, our, our board kind of dictated the way that um, we picked in those rounds, and we are very comfortable with the guys we picked. What about Strong? Can you confirm the signing, and what is it you like about him? What, what, are, we do, what are we doing undrafted? 
we talk about the draft? How, in, in talking to you in Florida, you did not uh, downplay the significance of this draft. When you look at, at the capital you have for next year, acquiring A.J. Brown and the five players you drafted, how do you, I guess, did it reach what you hoped for? Did it ex exceed it? How would you explain the overall process? Well, I think um, pushing one pick to next year and pushing a, a second pick to the year after maybe um, took a little bit of the load off this particular draft class, right? To be fair, when you have three first-round picks, it's different than when you balance and you have two and two and, and get a second. Uh, that being said, uh, if we would have talked in Florida and uh, you would have told me kind of um, – the number of picks we had, I probably would have been disappointed, but the players that we came up with for these picks and then, you know, knowing, you know, for us, a big part of this draft class is um, obviously AJ, who doesn't show up um, as part of this draft class and our one next year and a two going forward. And, um, you know, I think the answers to those things have to come over time. That's just the reality of it. You know, we could all sit here and say this player is going to be great and everyone will do that tonight. Um, but we'll see in a couple of years, you know, and um I think we're excited about the guys that we got. We're excited about the character of the guys we got. Um, but now that it's, they got to go do it, you know, and, and they got to go perform. And uh, as we know, it's an adjustment coming from college football to the NFL. Um, but um, I, I think that just if you would have even said to me, I was just thinking about it after the draft, you would have said to me that, um, you know, a week ago that this would have been the players that we got. And I would have said, you know, uh, what picks do we have to use in the future to go get those guys? So, um, I'm proud of our group, you know, and just, just saying that, you know, I know uh, right now the three of us are up here and we represent a lot of people. Um, there are a lot of people that work uh, tremendously hard on this draft, you know, the scouts going on the road away from their families, you know, people in this building um, grinding and doing different things, you know, the, the cafeteria staff's here all weekend um, doing an amazing job getting us food and um, doing really high-class meals. Um, we probably all ate a little too much this weekend. Um, you know, our support staff, uh, the things that they do for us, you know, um, people like Katie David, who was here till, you know, one in the morning every night and then comes right back at seven in the morning. Um, our, our cap people, you know, Jake and Bryce and, um, the work that they do through this weekend. And, you know, it, it, we, um, before the draft, um, Jeffrey pulled coach and I aside and, and he said, um, how, how lucky are we to do this? You know, how lucky are we to do this? And, and I thought about that, and it, it kind of uh, made me think about, you know, how privileged we are to do this for a living and to be able to um, pick players and put together a team, and it's special. And, you know, made me think of how, how I got here. And um, I remember getting here 20 years ago, and uh, Leanne Hartley uh, brought me into the vet, and I had my first interview. And um, these are special things that we get to do, and I'm just very appreciative of that. And, um, you know, appreciative that we get the opportunity to just try to build this football team and get back to a Super Bowl. Going back to the wide receiver room, there's some reports out there now that Jalen Riggers has asked for a trade. Can you confirm if that's the case and it's, and basically can't confirm like what his standing is currently with the team? Yeah, Jalen Riggers is a Philadelphia Eagle. You know, he's going to be here and, um, you know, we, we want to have good players in that room. We want to have good players on this team. And um, he he's worked tremendously hard to get in shape and to come here into this offseason program. And, um, now he's got an opportunity, and so um, you know we don't anticipate anything changing. Hey, Nick, um, how was just talking about left guard and Landon, and, and um, you know what you have with him and, and Jordan. So assuming he's staying at left guard, right guard you have Sua, you have Herbig, you have Driscoll, you have Isaac in the mix. How do you approach that right guard position moving forward? 
Yeah, uh, got a lot of good opportunities for, for guys. Isaac's played a lot of football. Um, you know, we're going to see how everything shakes out. I mean, Isaac's coming off of an injury, but, you know, Jack Driscoll played meaningful snaps. Nate, Nate played meaningful snaps. Again, like going back to Isaac, we know how good of a football player he is. Um, you know, Cam being able to be in the mix there. Um, so we got a lot of good options there. I think that's the – I think – the one thing that I, I just continue continually amazed of, of about this place is the the depth we have. Not only do we have a great starting offensive and de defensive line, which is arguably one of the better ones in the NFL, we have depth at those positions too. And we needed that depth last year, right? With with some of the injuries that we went through, and and to be able to to get down to your third guard or your or your second guard, and I, and I didn't even say Sue. I apologize because obviously he did a great job of stepping in and playing meaningful snaps there too. We we're watching cutups the other day of our Washington game, and and Sue and. Uh, uh, Sua and Jordan are working a combination together, and that was on the teach tape of, hey, this is what our B block's supposed to look like. So uh, just just very fortunate, the the, the depth that we have there. Uh, again, you don't ever want anybody to, to get injured, and, you, and uh, but you you really see when when somebody does hear that the, that the next guy up is just is ready to go. And that's a tribute to Howie and his staff and the, uh, the depth that we have, the players in itself, and then Coach Stout and Roy that, um, that they're developing those players. Thank you. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.